It's always a fart. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a great guessing game because you don't know who did it. It's always a fart. <laughs> it's always a fart. That'll be our next podcast. It's always a fart. <laughs> it's not a bad name. Endless possibilities on that one. Yep. Yep. Uh, speaking of endless possibilities, what do you say we start the show? The Simple Mind Sports Show, latest and greatest in New England sports. We're going to do some opening takes. Uh, Bobby, why don't you kick us off with your mystery opening take? Seeing as you didn't bother to respond to my fucking text message. Go ahead. (laughs) The mystery is, let's just talk about the divisional round here real quick. These AFC matchups, I don't know. They don't do it for me. Jags, Chiefs, it's a bit of a bore. The Bills-Bengals rematch, can't wait for that. Ultimately, I'm just rooting for the Bills to get to the Super Bowl and ultimately lose to whichever NFC team gets there. NFC teams, they'll be exciting to watch these games. 49ers-Cowboys, that'll be fun. But AFC, I don't know. It's not doing it for me this year. These these this playoffs though so far, I don't know. I'm not feeling it right now. You're not looking for heart attack gate 2.0, Bengals Bills. <laughs> Too soon. Too soon. Sorry, my bad. Sorry. Uh Ray, your opening take. Uh yes, I am going to go with the two teams that play at the garden because both of them are first place in their respective leagues, and yet there's still trade rumors galore going on right now. Don't if it's not broke, don't fix it. Basically, don't touch these teams. I mean, you got team you got uh, basic debt problems that you need in this league for the NBA. You, you want to roll with this because injuries are bound to happen. Do not give give away huge assets for, you know, one player. No, you need depth because that's what happened last year when we were in the finals and we were all injured and we didn't have healthy squads going. So please, the garden guys, don't fucking trade anyone. Just keep this shit rolling, please. Such a dumb take. What, what do you think they're going to give up? The I've Celtics... I see some reports not... that there's a lot of shit like Grant Williams, uh, Peyton Pritchard, and uh, no, what was you that? haven't. The latest report was Peyton Pritchard is off the block because the Warriors are interested and they don't want to trade him yet because of the depth that they have in the injury problems. They're not going to trade shit. They're going to trade uh, the the biggest thing you'll see walk out of the Celtics locker room is Sam fucking Hauser. That's it. That's the most of, that they're going to move um, for some guy that's going to be a wing piece to get him for the regular season. Bruins, on the other hand. Bo Harvart or Hevart or Havit or whoever the fuck you pronounce his name from the from the Canucks, he might take a little more. If he takes DeBrusque, that's your big piece you're talking about off the Bruins. And I'm okay with that. Bye bye, Jake DeBrusque for Bo Harvart. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good with that. That'd be the They're not gonna break anything up. either. That why would you trade for someone that has a broken leg? Of uh, DeBrusque? Yeah. She's back in three weeks. God damn it, Ray. Fucking all right. I'm gonna go to my opening take. <laughs> God, so um, tonight. <laughs> God, wait, what are you talking about? DeBrusque is back in two weeks, three weeks. We'll talk you. I forgot. Like, they just fucking sew it up, throw some dirt on that, and they're fucking good to go. It's like, it's exactly what you want out of everybody. Yeah, you want Glass a, Gordon after he shattered his fibula and tibula. Yeah, he's, into a piss, a he's, a pussy. he's a pussy. He's a pussy. He's a pussy. I don't think any of those guys are trading anything big. Bruins and Celtics are not trading anything of, of significance <laughs> off their team they will make trades though because they should because when you're a title contender you should add you should always add always 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 for what for the reason you're saying for depth that's what they'll do the uh going back to the patriots we haven't talked much about the patriots bobby talking football uh the offensive coordinator search is well underway for the patriots a lot of names lots of lots of lots of lots of names coming out big old list there patriots camp and that smells fishy to me Something doesn't sit right. Something does not not sit right. Uh, O'Brien was in the building today. 
Uh, they got Keenan McCardell tomorrow, Sean Jefferson, uh, the the likes of Adrian Clem. I mean, I have some theories. Oregon, uh, the uh, office assistant or something from Oregon. Yeah, and hey, uh, newsflash: Bill Belichick's first ever draft pick for the Patriots. Hmm. 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 You know what it sounds like? After an exhaustive search for offensive coordinator, we've decided to promote Matt Patricia. <laughs> we decided our best our best solution yeah. is in-house, uh, rolling it back. Uh, something like that, Bobby. I don't know about Matt Patricia, but uh, something like that. Something is fishy in the water here. Uh, we can get into that. And everything that comes with that offensive coordinator search, including your opinion on the, what the best choice would be of that list. Uh, we'll get back to that super wildcard weekend, which just the name annoys me. Super wild card weekend. They Come threw on. that out there and call the it super it terrible. Those terrible. God, do they? How much did ESPN get paid to push that fucking name? They. Uh, that's all I heard. Super okay. wild card weekend. Super. Uh, uh, this will be fun. I want to do the best and the worst of the 2022 Patriots. And Ray, if your entire worst segment is just Mac Jones, you will be not just muted. I will kick you out. I'm not in the mood today to deal with the fucking fupa. All right. <laughs> I'm not in the mood to deal with the old Christmas sale fupa today. So better come someone with better than just Mac Jones. Uh, best and worst of the 22 Patriots, Celtics and their big daddy. They're playing the Warriors today behind me. Uh, what does that mean? And a couple Celtics thoughts and simplest minds of the week. Some good candidates there. This is the Civil Mind Sports Show. Friday Rewind. I don't have a calendar for 2023. I have no idea. It's January the 19th day. 20th. January 20th. It's the, thank you. January 20th. So I was pretty close. Uh, welcome to the show. Top right corner, bro. <laughs> That's true. I always forget about that. I get wrapped up. I try to make it, you know. Ray, I'm sorry for yelling at you before. That was just. No, you're not. You're going to yell more. I'm so not. Right. It was just really fucking dumb take. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, I apologize. If uh, you're watching on uh, any other platform, congratulations to you. We only release it on YouTube. So if you got the video, then you're happy. That means they hacked us, you fuckers. <laughs> Yeah, if you're listening anywhere else, we are the number one New England sports radio uh, show on iHeart and a self-proclaimed number one show on iTunes. So kudos to us on both fronts. Wherever you're listening, wherever you're hacking, just leave a review, leave a rate, leave a review. Uh, Tell your friends. And as always, tell your mothers and tell them to drink W Energy. That's W.G.G. That's the hottest, latest energy drink on the market right now. W Energy Drink, W.G.G. Go to their website, type in promo code Simple Minds. For fifteen percent off all your orders, W Energy Drink. Uh, all right, Patriots offensive coordinator search. I smell a rat. Smells fishy. Uh, like I said, Bill O'Brien was in there today. Keenan McCardell uh, is is scheduled to do an interview at some point. Nick Cayley, the internal candidate. Adrian Clem. We talked about Sean Jefferson, one time Patriots wide receiver. All of these guys have relations to Bill, either. Played for him, coached with him, um, one thing or another. I have my theories on this. Anyone else want to theorize why we have getting are getting such an exclusive list of what seem to me to be mostly underqualified candidates, all um, strapped to the ball sack of Bill Belichick? Thoughts? If he, if he can't have the fat Fupa skinny Ray next to him, he needs to have another friend next to him. So 
these guys are all that the meet that criteria. Just not fat enough, though. Well, Bill only wants what makes him comfortable. He said that. Same old, same old. Um, I think that uh, certainly a lot of that's true, but I I think if you look around the league, that happens everywhere. I, people aren't going out. People aren't collecting resumes of unknown yeah, offense coordinators of on other teams. They're just bringing people along that they've worked with before. Somebody else has worked with that. They know. I think this is a fuck you to craft. I think this is a massive public fuck you to bill craft to, uh, to Robert Kraft. And here's why Robert Kraft, after the debacle, that was the Patricia experiment that failed brought bill in by the reports. Seemingly bill said, you know what? I know I fucked up and I know we have to change this, but look, Bill Belichick's not stupid. Anyone that's been in a little bit of trouble before knows it's better to get ahead of it. And then kind of trying to pay catch up behind the scenes. That's the conversation. I think that went down in Robert's office. I know, I know it didn't work. I got to do something better. And then Kraft said, I know you do, and here's what we're going to do. You're going to hold interviews for offensive coordinator next week, normally your vacation week, Bill. No, no. You're going to hold interviews, and we're going to make it public who you're talking to. So Bill said, okay, fuck you. I'm going to interview everybody. (laughs) Everybody who's not technically qualified that I can get my hands on that might return a phone call from me, you're coming in to interview and sing it to the world. Robert, all these fucking people are coming in. I'm doing your bidding. Here you go, Robert. Here you go. Doing your bidding. Everybody coming in to interview. And the only guy that actually matters is uh, was a a week and a half late in Bill O'Brien that probably already has the job, honestly. Um, I just think it's too. None of these guys are qualified. Not one of them has even worked with a quarterback besides O'Brien. None of them are getting none of them are getting calls from anywhere else in the NFL except for Belichick. And there's no Uh, Kaylee, maybe. Sorry, Kaylee is. I think Kaylee also. Kaylee's interviewing with the Jets, which is the, the only Jets reason he interviewed with the Patriots. They don't count. Yeah. The only reason he got an interview with the Patriots, which he didn't last year, is because he's interviewing with the Jets, and that's another fuck you and return to the Jets from Bill. I think Bill Belichick works almost exclusively in fuck yous these days. Uh, so <laughs> wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if this was just a big up yours uh, to the craft? I think it's you also do an it up yours to the no NFL. Problem. He thinks the whole process is fucking dumb too, because it is. Because basically you're for you're forced to have these sham interviews. The whole thing with the Rooney rule creates sham interviews. Like I, I think it's a good thing to try and get these minority exposures, but they should do it through a different thing, through like some sort of networking. Because just like you're saying, these guys are getting interviews because they're already in a network with Bill Belichick. They know him. So if they created some other type of networking opportunities that these candidates could meet people that make these hires, then maybe they could get calls in situations that matter because they actually already know them. Cause also yeah. going, also going through that list, like who is a quarterback guru on that list other than Bill O'Brien? That's the biggest problem is he's someone that can actually help and work with Mac. If he's going to be the quarterback next year to make him comfortable and ex- excel in the process, Bill O'Brien's the only one. I mean, Doug Marone, no Keenan McCardell. He was a wide receiver. Nick Haley, maybe Adrian Clem, no big offensive lineman guy. And then Sean Jefferson, also a wide receiver. So who is, who's one of those guys that is coming in there and be like, yep, I can fix Mac Jones. That should be like the first thing. Like I can fix this offense and make Mac Jones the pro bowl player that he should be. Hence the rat in the room. I think the, I think the job is O'Brien's. Um, Tommy Sorry, Curran. Delivered already, pretty yeah, much. Those are the choices. He's the only viable choice. 
Tommy Curran reported last week that it would be a major upset if he didn't get the job. Um, he checks all the boxes. We don't have to review them, but quickly, he is from the system. He is com- comfortable with Belichick. The crafts like him. There are reports that around that Garoppolo uh, time frame, they almost pushed Belichick out and kept Brady with and brought Bill O'Brien to be the head coach. So there's there's that going on. Um, and to Ray's point and to, to what we raised earlier, none of these guys are fucking qualified to be the offensive coordinator of the Patriots right now. To Bobby's point, they're all shams. However, I'll dial back my hyperbole a little bit on the FU to Roberts. If Belichick knows that it's mostly somebody's job, probably Bill O'Brien's, and he's using this to pump up his guys' names, all right, you know, Belichick does do that um, very often. He pumps up his guys and gets them notoriety around the league and tries to um, increase their stock. He does his people right. That's why Matt Patricia got the offensive coordinator job for New England. So if you want to take a little bit of a uh, of a silver lining out of that, uh, of a Bill Belichick's a nice guy, then maybe you can take that. But mostly, yeah, the Rooney rule has become um, uh, kind of, you know, it's kind of fallen backwards on itself because people don't treat it the way it's supposed to be treated. I don't know if that's the case here, Bobby, because you got a couple of African-Americans on the list. It, it just They're just Bill's guys that he's pumping up. And I don't think any of them had a chance at OC. However, you may have a chance at an Adrian Clem coming in to coach the offensive line. Maybe Keenan McCardell does a horizontal move to wide receiver coach. If you give him a little bit more money, give him an assistant coaching position uh, yeah. title, something like that. There, there has been talk that this group of people who have all basically worked together one at one point or another through, through uh, Kevin Bacon uh, symbiosis, that they might be putting a, a, a squad together here. You, you need a um, offensive line coach, you need a quarterback coach and you need an OC. If you squad. can pull off, uh, Bill they're O'Brien. squatting up. <laughs> they're squatting up. Regulators yep. mount up. <laughs> if you can pull off a Bill O'Brien, Doug Marone's name's getting passed around. Uh, uh, McCart, like I said, Keenan McCardell. Dream uh, team's Clum. getting back together. You're the regu- uh, if- uh, Real quickly, do you remember the regulators back in high school? That car group. Every time I hear that song, it just giggle. Uh, yeah, I haven't heard that song since high school. When was the last time that you've been listening to Warren G? <laughs> oh, it's been a while. I Warren think G comes died. in comes died? into my life more regularly than you than you'd think. No, Nate Dog died. Or Warren G still alive? Yeah. Warren G to the. Something. So hold on, you mean that that group doesn't exist? They're done. I thought that they were still mounting up. No, no more spoilers. Oh, that's too bad. God nope. damn it. Uh, all right. Uh, any any other. Uh... Any other thoughts on this? Your impression on that on that list? I know you just said Bill O'Brien is the only real qualified uh, player, but if they were to take a, a grouping of those two, three guys and put them on your offense, um, let me give you this: If Nick Cayley walks to the Jets, is that a a big brain drain from you? Do you want do you want full autonomy from Bill O'Brien to come in here, hire his own coaches? What, what's your what's your just yes. give me your final thoughts on the uh, on the OC search here? Uh, I'll go quickly. Uh, Bill O'Brien should be the guy, obviously. I hope he does bring his own squad in. And I think the Patriots had like the smallest coaching group last year. They, they had like, usually you have 18 guys. And I think there's only like Traditionally, nine. Traditionally, the they coach. have a small staff. Yeah. Yeah. But there was, they eliminated and made it even smaller. Traditionally, Ray like, also has a small staff. <laughs> there you go. You should just, just kept going with that. Historically, yeah. yeah. Yes. yeah. Historically, it's yes. started small, stayed small. Yeah, yeah, so I hope I hope they're just bringing in like you're saying, like uh, Warren G says, uh, mount up, boys, because you just get the squad back together. So yeah, absolutely. 
Are you to... watching the game? Are you distracted? Are you watching the Celtics game? No. Fuck you. Your eyes are on the other or off the. He's, de- he's definitely. <laughs> he's out. He's, he's definitely watching the game. No, I'm not. I swear. Bobby, final thoughts on the uh, Patriots OC search as we stand today, January nineteenth, as it uh, says in my top right corner. I mean, I don't think losing Nick Cayley would be a big thing. I mean, I just he's the tight ends coach. I mean, we don't know what he contributes. Hasn't done anything with our key signing tight end. So I don't think he's done that great at getting Johnny Smith up and running. So I don't know if I, if he can't do that, I don't know if I want to run in my offense. I just don't know anything about these other guys. It, if this is it, 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 it's Bill Bryan or it's somebody that we don't even, that wouldn't excite anybody. And it would just be him basically bringing in for lack of a better term, a puppet offensive coordinator and Bill would be the offensive coordinator. Or yeah, and we saw how that worked. Keaton McCardell is the, probably the next close. He's been coaching for 10 years, but he's never held a play sheet. He's never coached a quarterback. So even that's a stretch. Um, all right. Uh, that's your offensive coordinator update. We'll see. It seems like it seems like something's coming fast, but even maybe by the time this gets out on Friday, we might even have a decision. Honestly, reading some of the tea leaves, maybe they'll wait to next week, but I think they're going to move pretty quickly on this one. Well, it doesn't have to because the draft and the combine, all that stuff's coming up real fast. You'd think if a guy like Bill O'Brien is coming in, they're going to give him some say in the in you know in who he wants to coach, and certainly they have some holes to fill and some corrections to make. So, um, like we'll see. Uh, sort of in the headlines with the obvious one. Uh, thank you there, Richard. <clears throat> the Bruins have zero quit. Uh, currently on a three-game winning streak as we record this, and a league best seventy-four points. They are at the Rangers tonight, and the Bruins are favorites. Little pep, Brandon. Can I get a little pep out of you tonight? Minus you're very fucking down. All right. Uh, all right. Yes. Sorry, you're usually Richard. giggly. You're usually jolly. This is what you're here for. This is what the poop is here for. All right. You you're jolly. Talk about Smack the text exchange that you He couldn't get out of work early today. Yes. Okay. He Give us a little bit of jolly. Let's see those pissed. goddamn pearly whites. All right. The Bruins have no. The Bruins have no quit. No. The Bruins have no quit. Go ahead. Do your thing. All right. Other team that plays at the guard is rolling with a seven in a row uh, game winning streak as we record. There we also, go. <laughs> also, Do it to the go. point you can't read. Thank you. All right. And uh, also a league best 33 and 12. They are playing the Golden State Warriors uh, Thursday at the Garden with Jalen Brown day to day with an abductor injury. Even with Jalen questionable, they are favorites at minus six and a half. The Red Sox signed something called Adam Duvall at 34 years old. He played for the Braves last year with an average of. 213. Also, do you guys remember the music teacher, Mr. Duvall? Was he the guy that uh, watched uh, Mr. Holland's opus and cried and weeped in the back? What's that? Him? All right. And also, Miss Oliver. It's hard to remember that because Miss Oliver was such an overshadowing uh, figure yes, as a figure. music calling, teacher. Calling Miss Oliver's class a music class is a disgrace. I don't know what that class was. Amazing is what you're trying to say, Bobby. It was no. a, uh, don't eat cake class. No. Oh. And lastly, the Patriots had interviewed to fill the big empty seat that Matt Patricia won't be filling as offensive coordinator anymore. Bill O'Brien, Nick Cayley, Keenan McCardell, Sean Jefferson, and Adrian Clem have all been in this week for interviews. When will the interview for the next starting quarterback take place? This has been Headlines with the Obvious One. Back to you there, Richard. Thanks, Ray. That was really well done. Uh, super wild card weekend. Boo. I hate super wild. Come on. Super shitty. <laughs> nice, Ray. <laughs> Fucking nailed that one. Knocked out of the park.
Uh, I'm just going to go right down the line in chronological order is how we watch these games. Give me your thoughts on them. 49ers, 41, Seahawks, 23. An interesting game till I don't know, midway through the third quarter. Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant. Uh, a lot of people are high in him. I don't think he had a great game, but Mm-mm. the 49ers are stacked. And, um, you know, that was the only real blowout of the weekend, really. And it wasn't even that big of a blowout, honestly. That first half was competitive. Thoughts? The more they win, the less likelihood Tom Brady goes there. So I'm all for it. Keep going, Mr. Purdy. You don't, you don't, you're against Brady going to San Francisco. Yes. Because you want him back in New England. Yes. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> Any thoughts on uh, the uh, NFC West showdown, Roberto? The game, yeah. I, I mean, Purdy doesn't throw the ball more than 10 yards. He throws the ball to Kittle or Ayuk or Debo Samuel, and then they just run around and get all the yards after that. I, I mean, their team is nasty. They just, they probably have the best roster. So I, I they're, they're going to go, they're, they're going to go to the NFC title game and they may go to the Super Bowl. We'll see. But yeah, I mean, Purdy's just, is he doing uh, Garoppolo he light or is he yeah. better than Garoppolo at this point? Purdy? I think they're the same guy. I think he just has less experience. I like his release. I don't know how much of an army he has. I haven't watched much of him. He's cocky. He's a cocky ass. Yeah, I think I he's got it. a little. I think he's got a little. Certainly a chip on his shoulder. One ninety nine. Pick one ninety nine, uh, or whatever. What's irrelevant to something? 256. Two fifty six. Two. Thank you. Are you sure? One ninety nine was Brady. Positive. One ninety nine was Brady. There you go. I knew that was in my brain for some reason. Uh, next up on the docket, this one was Whoop. probably my favorite of the weekend. Yeah. Jags thirty one. Chargers thirty. Uh. <laughs> fucking I don't classic chargers the we we had this conversation right biggest dumpster fires was, was our conversation but the biggest loser franchise got to be the chargers the way that they have lost and lose in such unbelievable fashion just can't win when they should the, it's got to be the chargers their team the, from a general manager drafting perspective they draft so well because they don't spend money on free agents because their owner's poor. So these all these good teams that they get, they draft all these guys and get them in. But they're so cheap that they have the worst coaching staffs and they don't hire any free – they don't get any free agents. But it just – Except for yeah, J.C. Jackson. I, I know. And that one worked out. Terrible. Uh, uh, is, really quickly, really quickly, though. <laughs> They fired everyone but the head coach, which is hilarious because basically he put the blame on everyone else. It was their fault, else. right? No, <laughs> that head coach is a boob, man. He, they're never going to no, win. He with he's him terrible. There. Well, uh, Billy Bomb told us, Billy the Queen told us that they, they can't fire Staley because they don't have enough money to go pay another head coach. So you just fire all of his assistants and make yeah. his assistants come in and do the be- do better work. <laughs> McVeigh did the same thing to himself to scapegoated himself in in uh with the Rams. Uh, is Justin Herbert a loser? Yep. I don't think he'll ever win there. Kind of looking that way. Yep. It's kind of, it's, look, and Ray, please, you, you seem a little mundane tonight, so maybe this is the night to say it. If Justin Herbert went to Cincinnati, Cincinnati would be the Chargers now. Joe Burrow is that much better than Justin Herbert, not physically, but Thank just you. in the, in the way that he is dragging, we'll get to Cincinnati, dragging that shit rock of a franchise and the loserdom that comes with that franchise. Like you, you look at Joe Burrow and he's got enough moxie to drag him out of that. Justin Herbert doesn't. And 
if, if you're right, if Justin Herbert was on a different team in a different situation, he'd probably be excellent. There's just so much loser going on in the Chargers that it's hard for him to get out of there. What about Trevor Lawrence? Is is he the real deal? Four picks, comes back, leads his team to a win. How much do you credit the Chargers being losers and Lawrence being able to do that to him? He's never What's... lost on a Saturday either. Trevor Lawrence? Yep. Does he want to know? No. Saturdays, they play college football on Saturdays. He's undefeated on Saturdays. Oh, All time. College football. Uh, Bobby does. Bobby will like that stat. Thank you for yeah. there. Thank I you. like college football. I know you do. So yeah, yeah Lauren, Tell us all about legit. Saturdays, Bobby. He was he was a number. He's he's got number one talent, but like I don't know if he's like. I just don't think he cares about football that much. Doesn't look like he does. He does it's not look like a football it's player. Jacksonville, come on! You gotta know. give that. That's a whole thing too. They went out and signed Zay Jones. They got Evan Ingram, who wasn't going to be anything as a tight end, and uh, the Giants. Uh, who was the other guy they got? Uh, Kirk. Uh, wide receiver from the Cardinals. Yeah, Kirk. Kirk. Yeah, Christian, Christian Kirk. Kirk. I mean, they went out there and signed all these guys to ridiculous money. I mean, he doesn't have like a true – like everyone's clamoring for uh, Mac Jones to get this one number one wide receiver. There's no number one wide receiver down there, and Trevor Lawrence is now in the divisional round. So say what you want about Trevor Lawrence, but – He is, but he's not – around he, him. He's not great shakes. I think if they weren't playing the Chargers, they lose that game. And – um. Yeah, he, he excellent talent, excellent athlete. He's in Jacksonville. Who knows? Who knows what? Yeah, who knows exactly. what he is? I honestly don't know what he is. What I do know is, with better coaching, he's in the divisional round with a shit rock coach. They were two two wins with Urban Meyer, three wins last year. Urban coaching Meyer matters. Was one the of the NFL. worst coaches in NFL history. Oh, when you're going to your own bar and getting handies from a girl, <laughs> he might at the bar, be I mean, the worst is. coach in NFL history. <laughs> and assault the kicker. The the mm. the brazen. Arrogance and just not giving a fuck by Urban Meyer almost has to be respected. If he wasn't such a, sh- we, if we didn't know he was such a shitty guy, like actual shitty human, you would almost respect it. But he sucks. Fuck Urban Meyer. He's a shit dude. He's a bad dude. Yes, I can't wait for that thirty to thirty to come out on that guy. It's gonna be a much watched TV. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Uh, all right, let's get to this next one. Uh, this one was almost the best game of the weekend. Uh, Bills thirty four, Dolphins thirty one. If it wasn't for that Poindexter and his cool fucking aviator shades, McDaniel down there in Miami, trash Miami, been saying it for years. Uh, if it wasn't for him blowing the fourth in inches, whatever it was, multiple times they tried to rush up to the. Let me just chronicle for you, Bobby. I know you have a point. I can see you uh, chomping at the bit after the game. Well, here's what happened. They they on a third down con, uh, got the uh, completion were short of the first down marker. They tried to run up and run a quick play. Um, I don't remember why that didn't because get they, they were trying to get the challenge out. That's why they went and they false started it, so they couldn't challenge it. The bill. So there's a questionable catch on the sideline by I think it was Tyreek Hill. But the so game was stopped by the referees. Yes. Yes. Okay. That's why they couldn't get off. But then when they finally got to run the play, it was a delay of game because they <laughs> they had the extra time and the doofus still couldn't get the play. And in the play that he did call, we got to see it wouldn't have worked anyway. Fourth and six, uh, the rookie Skyler, uh, whatever his name is, uh, awesome. just barely barely misses the throw. What a series of buffoonery by this this that guy exposed himself as an offensive coach in the league. He's not a head coach. He will be fired within two years and he'll make his way as an offensive coordinator throughout the NFL and have a lengthy career running offenses. Uh, but he's not a head coach. Just exposed himself. So can he get fired and we can hire him? Can he put, get into the uh, offensive coordinator carousel right now? No. Well, I, sure. 
not to mention he's currently in a in an all-out cold war with Robert Sala for the douchiest coach on the sideline, okay, in the NFL. Those two are battling it out week after week in the AFC East for who's going to win. You don't like Robert Sala's uh, beanies? I don't like it. No. <laughs> that uh Mike McDaniel fall from grace is something that not is not being talked about enough. The, the the praise that he was getting to start and the the goofy press conferences that he had and the dad jokes and just he pissed me off from the front and well, I'm, glad, like, I'm glad that it I'm not I would have liked to see the spite. Bills lose more yeah I'm I might live through spite I know so the spite seeing the Bills lose was higher than watching McDaniel fail but it was close either way I was satisfied it was fine it was a good it was a good day. I mean, also, you can toot your own horn because the bright lights are on Josh Allen again. He pumpkin. You worried about the Bills? The Bill, should the Bills be worried? Yeah. I think they lose this weekend. Bobby? Yeah, I, th- I think they should be worried. Yeah, two weeks in a row they've played bad. Yeah, we. I mean, well, I've talked about this. They, they play down to their competition, and it takes them a little bit to ramp back up, and you can't do that in the playoffs. So um, they drop down to Miami's level. And they took their foot off the gas, and yeah. now they got to walk in and and play raise big ball Joe Burrow and yeah, he's also forcing a lot. Something's wrong to digs, and there's also something wrong with him too because he's forcing everything. Josh well, they don't Allen run has. the ball; they don't yeah. run an offense. They well, no, they just give it to Josh him. Allen and make yeah. him uh, make plays. It's yeah. the Ben Roethlisberger method. In, in like two years, he's going to be like Cam Newton and not be able to move because he gets crushed every game because he just throws his body around. But yeah, and say what you want. I mean, incredible plays, the stuff that he, that he does, uh, keeping plays alive right until last second with the arm strength to just flick it 60 yards, but that has bit him at. You can't do that in the playoffs. You just can't. You just can't. It's been my book on Josh Allen from the get-go. Ram, you know that I've said that. I've been wrong about him sucking. He's terrific, but that – On the playoffs. That, the way that he plays, you can't do that consistently in the playoffs and win. Uh, Giants Vikings 31 24. Just another loser franchise. Classic Vikings not showing up. Kirk Cousins with one of the worst decisions slash throws I've seen, maybe ever. Fourth down, uh, your playoff seven. chances. Oh, fourth and seven, he throws it two yards. Uh, just kind of pathetic. Another Vikings performance. Yeah. I mean, another loser franchise, you'd say, right? Yeah. I mean, never won a Super Bowl, been in the league for over 60 years or whatever oh probably more than that but yeah Kirk Cousins I mean you like that no because you can't get it done man. <laughs> hey, balls, coach of the year <clears throat> I, I wouldn't argue that how bad does that make Joe Judge look mm. uh, <laughs> it takes Daniel Jones who was basically he he was getting in to be a what was it professional cornhole because he thought he was going to be out of the NFL no signing extension yeah is that true yeah, he plays professional cornhole. Ooh, we gotta get the girls back on. Find out about that. And that's not like a sexual innuendo. Like he doesn't do like weird stuff. Oh, he might do both, but he also plays professional cornhole. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. If I was around Joe Judge for a year, I'd probably dip into some weird shit too. Uh, Bengals twenty-four, Ravens seventeen. Ninety-eight yard fumble recovery is what it took for the Bengals to win. Uh, almost still blew it on a hail mary from uh, from the Ravens. Joe Burrow was meh. Joe Burrow was Mac Jones-esque in this game. Just kind of meh. Just kind of meh. His offensive line is trash. It will continue to be trash. And I'll say this, right? 
I'll concede the point that uh, Joe Burrow was uh, is good this year and was good this year. I think a lot of that has to do with drop off from other guys. But my original point in our bet, our bet was within five years, Joe Burrow will be a top five quarterback in the NFL. And I, my reasoning of that not happening had nothing to do with Joe Burrow. It had everything to do with the Cincinnati Bengals and them ruining everything good that ever comes to them. They're doing their best to ruin Joe Burrow. They're doing their absolute best with that offensive line and the way that they they treat that. And he's still coming out winning. So the dude's a winner for sure. But I, I'd be a little bit worried about the Bengals. Um, also, I'm more worried about the Bengals than I am the Bills. Can I ask you a question? No, I'm not asking you a question. I'm going to tell you something. Uh, when he is the top five quarterback in the NFL and it's all praise and all that, you know that new slap league they have that Dana White's doing where there's just two people, you slap the shit at each other pretty much? You and Bill have to do that because you were wrong. And that's what I uh, No, the bet was $25 and we split it because that's how you handled uh, money bets before that. So, no, you can't just like make up a new thing. <laughs> <laughs> the Hold bet on. was fifty bucks. Is this and an we amendment? You're you're making an amendment. Yeah, you can't to amend the the, uh, the penalty yes, I can. for losing. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. <laughs> well, you okay, can amend. I amend it when I'm wrong. Then the I don't have to do amended. anything. So now, so let's amend the bet so that Rich could like double or nothing this. Okay. 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 Amend the Twenty bet. years, Burrow won't be in the league, I'm and uh, I don't. You don't have to do anything. Years. Twenty years. Uh, Bobby, you worried about the Bengals? I mean, what's the difference between or this team uh, this year and the and last year's team? They're Nothing. the same team. Their offensive line was bad last year. They made it the Super Bowl. So I, no, <laughs> I would. Would Bobby's here? Well, yeah. what were the Chiefs yeah. last year? Uh, they had Tyreek Hill and one of the best offenses. The Chiefs last were year. banged up, and and Patrick Mahomes could barely get on the field. That's the difference. The Chiefs no, are going to no, go no, to the no, Super no, Bowl. No, no, no. Joe Burrow yeah. owned the Chiefs twice last year. Nope. Joe Burrow, Mahomes didn't have a knee. He he battled into the whole. The Chiefs are better. See, if you would have said it's because of his brother and his stupid wife yelling out on the sidelines, well, I, I don't. That. I don't live in the Ow. Twitterverse like you. I, <laughs> oh, everyone knew about that shit. Come on, don't even talk about that. Like Twitterverse, come on. You knew about Britney and fucking Jackson Mahomes being nuisances and throwing champagne <laughs> bottles on people, or they were being them. nuisances. What Patty can't handle a nuisance in in the stadium. <laughs> I don't know. One no. nuisance throws off the whole. I game. don't know if Patrick Mahomes didn't win the Super Bowl because of the Kardashian drama or whatever the fuck you're talking about. What I do know is he barely could throw and didn't have a knee and couldn't run, and the team was um, behind what they were, and they're better this year. But the Bengals have had their number. They got to get past the Bills first, and I don't think they do. I think they lose to the Bills on Sunday, Saturday, whenever they play. <laughs> uh, Cowboys 31, Bucks 14. Is this the end of Brady? It might be because his whole fucking family was there. His mother, father, sisters, everyone was there at that game. So this could be it. I don't think so. I think he wants to play. He has to probably because of the money that he lost in that crypto. Yeah. He lost a lot of money in that FTX deal. <laughs> <laughs> Although yeah. Fox is what is it like three hundred seventy five million dollar deal waiting for him and Fox like twenty five million a year or something. Like I don't that. even know if that's true. It just seemed like that came out of thin air. That just makes up what he lost. He's got to play some more years to get to make some extra cash. I don't want to see him go out like that. That was that was bad. Um, I think that you know there's some landing spots for him if he if he wants to play, and I think he does want to play. I think he'll be back. I don't think he'll be back in Tampa. I don't think he wanted to be back in Tampa this year. That was half the problem. And then his Sounds wife like left it. him. 
It sounds like there's a shit storm coming in Tampa. They just fired, what, nine assistants? They wanted there. to blow it up last year, and yeah. the only reason they didn't is because Brady was Brady there, and back. I'm sure they wanted to sell tickets. Brady probably told them, blow it up. Let me out of my contract. I'm out. I'm good. And mm. they were like, no. Like, <laughs> you know, so I I think that was certainly motivation was part of the reason. He was going to Kraft's wedding the night before a game, all that shit, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if if he could. Three weeks, what, what it was, training camp? <laughs> he and... left in training camp, the middle yeah. of training camp for three weeks. That hey, was divorce-related. That yeah. was divorce-related. A lot of L's for Brady this year. I think he comes back. I think he comes back um, motivated and it probably has a decent year, whether it's the Raiders or whatever. Saints. Who knows? Tennessee. Uh, how about the Cowboys? You believe in the Cowboys? Yeah, because I think they're going to knock Purdy out of the playoffs this weekend. That defense is fast. I mean, even though like the Tampa Bay offensive line was beat up, that defense was quick. They, it, Brady had no time to throw. And Dak yeah. just had to manage the game. That's all he had to do. Good, good players, but they'll find a way to fuck it up. Dak did more to manage the game. He probably had his best game as a pro. Yeah, he didn't he fuck it up. He was dialing it up. Over, under uh, interceptions next week for Dak, two and a half. Under. I'm going to go over. I bet you Dak has a shit fucking game next week and they lose with 17 points. I don't have, I don't trust Mike McCarthy. I don't trust Dak Prescott. I don't trust the Cowboys. It was their first playoff win in 30 years. And they were celebrating like they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's over. They're done. 49ers are going to fucking walk all over them. Um, speaking of the next round, divisional round, that is cool, though. Seeing the 49ers, Cowboys in the playoffs, nostalgia. just from our youth, our nostalgia. Those are, that's a cool color clash. I'm, I'm excited to watch that game. Oh, so the Jags and Chiefs don't really get anything for you? Yeah, the Jags and Chiefs. Just the Jaguar. <laughs> it's just like, oh, God. Jags and Chiefs, unless it's Mark Brunel back there slinging it around in 96. Jags don't aren't really exciting it's anymore. Keenan McCardell out there fucking catching those <clears throat> bombs from him. Yeah, no, he's going to be calling plays for New England. Uh, oh, Giants-Eagles. <laughs> Giants-Eagles is a uh, – that's always good. That's always a I fun the one. Giants, I think Giants beat them. Could be an, the upset watch. Jalen Hurts is hurt. Uh, Eagles haven't played well in a number of weeks. Giants are hot. You got a divisional matchup. Upset yep. alert. Going for an NFC East NFC title game. Ooh, that would be interesting, wouldn't it? Mm. That'd be a ratings juggernaut. For Although Giants 49ers will get a lot of 49-year-old, 48-year-old football fans, wieners going. An 80s rematch matchup between the 49ers and Giants. Uh, and then last year, Bengals and Bills. Looks like we are heading for AFC championship game in Atlanta. Yeah. Which we haven't touched on. I'll do it real Thanks, quick before NFL. we move on. No, it's not going to happen. Don't worry. What a it. money grab. What a money grab that was. I don't know if you guys read the article on SimpleMindSports.com. I wrote, but Goodell and his Cronkies. Basically, any every other the entire NFL, all the owners got to vote on where they would hold the AFC Championship game as a neutral site because of the uh, heart attack um, from um, Hamlin there in the Bengals Bills game. Everybody that wasn't involved or potentially involved voted to do it in the place that would make the most money. That's essentially what it came down to. The Bills and the Bengals specifically said, or Chiefs and Bengals specifically said, outdoor grass. Um, Neutral site. I think the Bills abstained. They were just too mentally fried. Yeah, they're, too, they're, <laughs> their mental health was just too fragile at that point to think about a couple weeks down the line. <laughs> uh, and then whoever else might have been in play, whatever other AFC team, um, had similar um, similar thoughts to the mm. to the Bengals and the Chiefs. 
everybody else said, nope, fuck you. Wherever we get the most money, put it there. Exactly. What a sham. What a goddamn sham this league has become. And isn't Detroit better? Because it's like closer proximity to Kansas City and Buffalo. Now yeah, but they're Atlanta. That would have been very close to Buffalo. They were worried about flights. They were worried about inclement weather getting to the airport in Atlanta. They also worried about fucking people going to Detroit and getting murdered. Well, that's racist. Quick break. Uh, speaking of getting murdered, let's do the best and the worst of the 2022 New England Patriots. I did ask you guys to come up with a couple examples and lists. However, I did name some here because uh, I'm assuming Ray didn't do anything other than under worst right Mac Jones. What the fuck? Why would you say that? Am I wrong? No. <laughs> Well, then we're going to start with best. Some of the best moments from the uh, to the 22 Patriots. Now, this could be player. Uh, I put some plays down if you want to relive <laughs> that. Uh, just feelings, anything. It's not a lot of them. Bad, you know, uh, underwhelming season. They did have eight wins. People do forget they weren't the basement of the league. Uh, they were, uh, at times, um, successful. So, uh, first off, <laughs> number one best I had, Judon. I think he was your best player. I think he was your most impactful player. I think it was the best thing to watch for multiple parts of the season. 15 and a half sacks. Uh, I also had Ramondre Stevenson, 270-something touches, 69 catches. Nice. 100,000 yards, five touchdowns. Uh, I'll throw these in. Your rookie class at Marcus Jones and Jack Jones. Sorry, future Hall of Famer Jack Jones. Thank you. And uh, current asshole Jack Jones. Yeah, if he ever plays for the Patriots again. (laughs) Probably not. (laughs) And Marcus Jones was one of the true spark plugs and highlights on the season. I'll stop there, get your opinion, see if you want to add anything. I mean, Matthew Judon should be uh, AFC Defensive Player of the Year, absolutely. Uh, Ramaj Stevenson, you know, uh, Damian Harris going into contract year <clears throat> pretty much says see you later now, Damian Harris, because reminded this is Ramon J. Stevenson's uh, running back. He, you don't have to worry about anything else because it's not the running back by committee that we always used to see with Damian Harris and all the other guys that they had around him. And like you said, Marcus Jones and Jack Jones, that rookie class, you could put uh, Zappy in there as well. But uh, I think the sounds of silence was one of the best players that you could have put out back there because he's not a clear number one cornerback, but he, did what he had to do out there. He week in and week out shut down the number one corners out uh, wide receivers out there in the NFL. I mean, obviously Buffalo and Stefan Diggs came around at the later in the season, but he had one of the better years that was surprising with Jonathan Jones as the number one. Yeah. I think Jonathan Jones got exposed at certain points during, you know, against some of the elite elite guys, yeah. uh, Devontae went, Adams and Stefan Diggs, Justin Jefferson Diggs back to back. But I agree with you, Ray. I think he had a really, really good season. He earned himself a contract this year as an unrestricted free agent. I think he would be an awesome number two here. Oh, um, absolutely. But I think I bet they got... franchise him. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. He's getting franchised. I don't know. They gave him a contract early, and he yeah. made some money with them. So I wouldn't be surprised to see him back here. Uh, anything to um, – I'll give you some more, Bobby, and you can and go from there. So I had Kyle Duggar also on this list. Two pick sixes, three touchdowns total in the season, 78 tackles, three interceptions. Um, Josh Uche, who came on late, a uh, you know turned into a premier pass rusher. Offensively, 
Jacoby Myers, probably one of the only pluses you're going to give. Maybe Devontae Parker, but, uh, you know, it's hard to go offense on that, uh, except, for, except for if you want to go Zappy Fever, which I'm sure – Bobby, you do. And uh, the only other positive had on this, and they ruined it because of the way they played when they wore these, but the throwback unis are are pretty slick. They are pretty sexy. It was cool to see that. They it's too bad they sucked uh whenever they wore them. But uh Zappy Fever was it was the Bills game Thursday night. They was it okay? I think they wore one more at the time and they lost, but um that's yeah, neither here nor there. Uh, and Zappy Fever, even though I'm not with you guys in the Zappy, I don't think you're only half-heartedly there. It was fun. Oh, it, it was, was fun. And they did win, so that was good. Yeah, best for me was defense. Young players, a couple of them to come through. It, like, actually, there's players on the defense that'll be here for a few years that are good and established. I thought that was the best part. I mean, look at the offense. Yeah, okay, Ramondre, he was good. Other than that, offense, I don't know as much what you're building on. You kind of like got to really relook at things. But for me, best of the Patriots players is defense. Yeah, the Zappy thing was fun. The best part of the whole Zappy thing was when Mac Jones got yanked and Zappy came in and threw the two touchdowns, especially after the long one to uh, Stevenson or to Parker. I think it was Myers or Parker. Zappy, Mac Jones is done. Zappy's in forever. There was just that one shining moment, which like in the season was fun. But yeah, other than that, I mean, it, it faded away. Then he threw 14 balls into defensive lineman's face masks <laughs> in the second half and threw two picks. So. Zappy Fever died that night against Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh, so did a lot of hopes and dreams for all these guys. I'll give you a couple plays. So some of the best plays of this season. Um, this guy lands on the worst list for me, but Nelson Aguilar early in the season, that leaping grab against the uh, Steelers for the touchdown. Uh, we don't see a lot of those this year, so put that on the list if you remember it. Uh, against the Bengals, the Hail Mary that bounced off Kendrick Bourne into Myers' arms that kept them in the game. Nice play there. That ball went 50 yards in the air, I do believe, if anyone was counting. No, 47. Uh, and these, uh, the zappy touchdown versus the Bears I had on this list. And then these last two, Kyle Duggar's pick six is the one against the Raiders and the one against Miami. Um, probably two of your best defensive plays on your best side of the ball. Uh, but the Marcus Jones walk-off punt against the Jets. That's yeah, the best, best one play of the year. Year. That's the best play of the year. Uh, the also Jacoby Myers, the toe touch against the Bills last game of the season. That was a fucking phenomenal catch. That was Didn't a great watch, catch. Didn't watch the game. It, oh, so, so, yeah, it was basically you had to like Take see, a word the, for it. see the pellets come up off the ground. That's the only way they knew that he got his second foot down. So that was amazing. That was probably catch of the year. Let's get into the worst of the season, oh, shall we? Uh, yes, let me start with this. Uh, Ray, do you, do you feel like you want to start this segment? No, no. Go ahead. Okay, I will start. I'll go with the entire offense, all of it. The entire offensive experience from July, from whenever they named Matt Patricia the offensive coordinator up until now before they've named the next offensive coordinator. The entire offensive experience for the Patriots was uh, the worst part of the season, clearly, if we would like to dive into more of it. They tried to implement three different offenses, if you remember. The first was the McVay spread run offense. Uh, That didn't work in training camp. They scrapped that in the first preseason game. Then uh, the first start of the game, they tried to do the 50-50 ball, just Mac Jones going back there, seven-storm trap, and chucking him up in the air. That's what got him <laughs> hurt. And then Zappy came in. They had to dial it all back, and they went, oh, shit, uh, we don't have players to run anything other than this, so let's go back with what we were running for 20 years. So that was your offensive experience under Matt Patricia. 
That whole experiment was obviously a complete and utter failure. Um, after that, just specifically, we can wait for the the plays. Special teams get on the list. The running and roughing into the kicker. Uh, the the kick returns against the last game last game of the year against the Bills, plus a couple more during the season. Um, Nick Folk just all of a sudden missing extra points out of nowhere. For... R.I.P. Nick Folk. Yeah. R.I.P. Nick Folk. Not being it. Jake Bailey on his own can can handle this list. Um, the rest of these I, on here, I had basically players, which we can get to. Uh, if you want to add anything by all means, or if you want to add to what I just said, uh, as we get the worst of the 2022 Patriots. I'm going to throw in Miles Bryant because he's been on my fucking Ooh, worst list for good two, two years now, and I don't know why the fuck this guy still is playing on this goddamn team. I mean, I hope with the Jamar, Gerard Mayo uh, promotion that he can just have some say and say, get the fuck out of my locker room. You know, like, get off my lawn, kid. Get the fuck out of here. Get out of Fox, bro, because this kid sucks. I mean, how many times was he burned, like, trying to come into the game playing the uh, third wide receiver or even second wide receiver and just getting – blown by you, you call it you be like oh there's miles bryant see you later here's a touchdown because that's how bad this kid is and then he goes return punts and he muffs them all the time it's like this kid sucks him the fuck out of fox bro i hate that guy he's not an nfl player he's well bad said, raymond good call oh, <laughs> he's bad fucking hate miles bryant. Oh. <laughs> the airing of grievances miles bryant is on the list <laughs> yeah always you, Number you one. can have made the list from 2020 to 2023 <laughs> oh jeez uh, Bob, you want to add anything to that? You want me to get into some of these specific players if you want to rail on them? The, yeah, well, we, that's where I was going to go with the players. I mean, you basically the offensive line list them. They were they were terrible. Isaiah Wynn just punted on the season. Trent Brown was a head case most of it. Cole Strange rookie rough season, but I mean a lot of a lot of the problems stemmed from there, but. You when you go when you basically have two tackles that are poor and you don't have tackles throughout the year, your offensive line is going to suck, and that's really that really hurt them all year. Both both of them, Trent Brown and Isaiah Wynn, for were due for one penalty. I mean, we were texting back and forth with Isaiah Wynn midseason, the delay of game, false start when they got to the red zone, and it was clockwork. Like yeah, it was every game, every game, clockwork. Yeah, we do it. And then Trent Brown picked it up when Isaiah Wynn yeah. went down with the injury. Trent Brown picked it up, and he had a he had the most penalties in the league. I'm pretty sure. Who wants to fact check me on that? I'm pretty sure Trent Brown had the most penalties in the league, at least for offensive linemen. He led the league. Um, yeah, those guys were terrible uh, offensively. Sticking with that, Nelson Aguilar is a zero, an oh. absolute zero. Could have called that when they signed him. Jonu Smith, obviously, we know he can't play. He's not good. Which is one. What did they see? What did he do? Yeah. What did he do in Tennessee that made him come here and be like, we're all like, holy shit, he's going to be amazing. So they projected on uh, a couple guys. John Smith was one of them. John Smith is last year in Tennessee caught, I think, six or seven touchdowns and was a real red zone threat. However, that was the year Derrick Henry completely blew Mm -hmm. up or the year after. And they were running jumbo packages with Derrick Henry on the four, three, two yard line. And everyone was selling out in the run and John Smith was just wide open. So um, they projected wrong on John Smith. You know, obviously an incredible athlete, but football IQ is probably lacking. You're stuck with him for another year, at least maybe two. Uh, Not using Kendrick Bourne, him getting in the doghouse, clearly one of your best playmakers on offense. And every time he was out there, he made something happen and he played something like 7% of the snaps. 
Well, go make fun of Skinny Ray. You'll be fine. <laughs> he must be so <laughs> douchey in the locker room because those coaches hate him. Oh, yeah. Well, he's come out and said, I don't want to go anywhere else. I want to stay here. I want to continue what, what we uh, you know, uh, started here. I've heard a lot of that echoing throughout the locker room. I think, I honestly think you had a band of brothers situation going on with how bad the coaching was this year, led by your boy Mac, right? Which you could call a mutiny if you want. But I think that there's a good core of offensive players that banded together, <laughs> stuck with each other during the worst offensive coaching they've ever had in their lives. And like, fuck it, we're sticking together next year too. Let's just run it back yeah. and see if we can make something happen. It was like when we were in Mr. Walker's English class and we stuck together and played trouble every day out in the hallway. That's right, you can't. <laughs> All right. I'll tell you what, we gave that guy a run for his fucking money. All right. Yeah. And they Fuck did that him. to fucking Mr. Matt Patricia. See, we have something in common exactly. with those boys. That's, That's true. Gonna... We did mutiny against poor teaching. <laughs> we, we did. did. And we got ourselves out of that I'll classroom. Tell you what, and we how got little to play I trouble in the hallway. Walker, we actually had a, a book report. And I took a cover over the book and I wrote on it, Walker is a woman, and presented <laughs> it to the class. And I got to be. I remember you that. You were at class. You were playing trouble with us. I've told that story more than once, and uh, people people tend to like it. Uh, yeah. We did mutiny that. This this might have been closer to the bone of in middle school banding together against Fulton as you peered peered out the uh, peepholes. <laughs> as, the, uh, as we changed. Yeah, yeah. Everyone, everyone, we're all into this together, guys. We got to get the no. fuck out of here. Am I calling Matt Patricia a pedophile like uh, Fulton? Maybe. I'm just. Well, well then these these band of brothers, Bill O'Brien will come in and be like, oh, this guy's a dick. Bring Matty P back. He was great. We could do whatever we wanted. <laughs> this guy's really mean. The other guy was really dumb, but this He's guy's really telling mean. me to do stuff. This guy's really mean. All right. To that uh, end, Raymond, uh, on the worst list of the season, Mac Jones bitchiness lands on here. Clearly, it did not help the team. Uh, for mainly out of spite, I had to take the Mac. I had to jump on the Mac train, uh, and you Mac shamed me for it all season. But I hate I, you being the captain of the Mac ship. He, I will concede that he uh, his bitchiness didn't help anything, and he looked like a douche at times. Um, but I still don't really blame him. Go ahead. No, I mean you hit the nail on the head. He was a douche and. You know, I don't think he's a born leader. I think if he had an offensive coordinator that could put him in his place and he respected like a Bill O'Brien, that would be perfect for him. But when you have a fat ass that doesn't know how to call plays and you're just going through the motions and just trying to get through week 18 and just be like, yep, I need to get this season over and done with. I think that's what it was all year for him because he didn't respect his fucking coaches or anything like that. So he didn't have any help. So he had to stick with his brothers and just get through the whole thing. So I'm sorry, too. Zap sorry, Daddy. Rich. Thank you. I'm glad we came to a, a peaceful end on that, Raymond. Thank you. We'll see what Mac is. I think you just throw this season out. I honestly think you have to for almost everybody, to. almost everybody on that offense, other than anybody with a track record before it. Um, this is his final straw, though. If he comes in and you get a, oh, I'm with you. Look, yeah, absolutely. Look, you tell me tomorrow they want to bring Lamar Jackson here and blow Mac Jones out. I'm with you. You tell me tomorrow they want to bring in Brady and blow Mac Jones out. I'm with you. I'm I'm not. I've never said that he's the guy you have to invest in him. I've just said everything around him was so bad. I don't understand how you blame him for it. That's, no, all, that's all I've ever. That's all I've said. And yeah, he acted like a little bit of a tennis brat bitch this year. I don't know if he's not a born leader though. The the before um, this season, the last thing that went in my mind against that Bills team in the playoffs and they got blown out he was the only guy that showed up that first drive dropping dimes running for first downs getting the touchdown showed me something it seemed like we had something going it seems like a million years ago now but um 
clearly the kid's got fire in him, whether that turns into douchey fire or leadership fire. Or spiteful fire. Right. can be very powerful, spite. (laughs) We know. We know how it is. Any final thoughts on Mac on the uh, bad list there, Bobby? Yeah, I mean, Mac, I, I get it. Throw the year out. It's He wasn't set up for success. I'm, I'm still on the thing where I just don't think he's the guy. I don't think he's got the physical tools. I think even, I think if Bill O'Brien was here this year, it would look just like the year before. Maybe we won 11 games and we're looking at a first round exit. It's just, that's just kind of what I think he is. I think that's the ceiling. We'll see. I mean, I think that I think that's great unknown. I'd take 11 wins right now. I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah so would uh, I. Last on this, I had the run defense was bad. Devin Gottschow, $20 million man. Thumbs down. Yeah, that was dumb. Dumb signing. <laughs> and then uh, we'll, we'll throw it. We'll end this segment, the worst plays of the year. Uh, we talked about this, but every delay of game or false start by the offensive line uh, or the offense in general. Max interceptions versus the Ravens. The one in the end, uh, end zone to Devontae Parker which a lot of people said wasn't his fault, but make the throw. And then the other one that basically ended the game um, to wherever the linebacker was, if you guys remember that, you know, the offense actually looks somewhat competent that game and um, seemed like Mac just kind of lost his head a little bit and had some two bad picks. Uh, Every single play in that blowout against the bears, except for Zappi's touchdown. um, Those were bad. Watching Justin field run up and down. For 30-something points. That was the start of his uh, Mike Vick. That started the run. They were just like, yeah, we're just going to have this guy run all game. They are still the worst team in the league. Number one overall pick, Chicago Bears, blew you out on Monday Night Football. And Stevenson fumble against the Bengals. That uh, was one of the plays that kept you out of the playoffs. The other one was Stevenson's lateral to Jacoby Myers, who then lateraled it to Mac Jones to get destroyed by Chandler Jones, which will go down as the dumbest play ever in NFL history. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have two of those, too. Uh, the one was the also the, Raven, the Ravens game when Mac Jones had the meme of the century of crying because he sprained his fucking ankle. That should be on there. And then the other one was the whole debacle of the Bears game, running with Mac Jones when he shouldn't have came back that week. They should have held him off to the Jets game. And they brought him in just because Bill, and when it didn't work out, and they pulled him and put Zappy in, Bill said, oh, that was our plan all along. Bullshit. That whole sequence of events on that Bears game was just atrocious. And it was uh, like, that was like coaching-wise, playing-wise. Everything was just bad. That was the worst game, week of game ever. That whole portion of the season is probably why you're sitting at eight and nine. Joe Judge and Matt Patricia were throwing Mac Jones under the bus, and Belichick was listening to him, and then he was getting pressure from everywhere else. They created their own quarterback controversy, mm-hmm. and then Belichick escalated it in front of his own fans, putting Mac Jones in there to fail, and then yanking him immediately. <laughs> it's some of the worst management I've ever seen. And you like that that section of two or three weeks, and they finally figured it out. But th- that two or three week time frame was that was Jaguars esque. That was Jets esque. Well, the dysfunction your, going on. Put your tinfoil hat on too, because that's when they said that they found out that Mac was calling other coaches for advice on uh, what to do and all this bullshit. And that's when Bill got wind of it. I don't discredit that at all. I it. You know, the other report of that information is that information was leaked by Patricia and Judge to try and save their own ass. So don't you don't say no shit. 
let's just cap this with dysfunction is yeah. what went on there for a good portion of the, at least the beginning part of the season. And it seemed like they capped the dysfunction part of it. Still couldn't get over the uh, execution part of it from an offensive standpoint, but yeah, that was pretty ugly, pretty ugly. All right. Last thoughts, Bobby on the, uh, the worst of 2022 Patriots. 100% that fumble against the Bengals. I know the lateral, Ooh. the lateral was there, Ooh. but it was the Bengals fumble was the worst because it was the game after. And then they had come out and they had lied down in the first half and we just thought it was over. Then they had the unmitigated gall to come back in that fucking game <laughs> and then fumble <laughs> right at the end to fucking lose it. Yeah. And then the only thing that comes close to it for me would be the second kickoff return touchdown by the Bills. Again, I in that Bills game, the last game, going into halftime, it was 14-14. Watching the game live, you're like, all right, they're in this game. Then they come out, they get the field goal, they're up 17-14. Nope. <laughs> it, it, that's that's exactly what happened and it was just like they're gonna fucking lose because you yeah. were in that text exchange it was me bill and bobby we we're just like holy shit this is yeah. a game this is gonna be competitive we could do this yeah. and then halftime rolls like, out. bill was getting riled up talking to the fans there he said he was insufferable <laughs> yeah weird. uh yeah no kidding um <laughs> Yeah, I get that. I totally get that. Yeah, from uh, just in a vacuum, probably not the worst plays, but with what everything meant in in uh, the escalation of the season. Yeah, totally. Yeah, the Bengals stuff. Stevenson fumble. Good God, that was that was that was the that worst. was crushing. The lateral was just like what? Yeah, the lateral was more amusing. It was because it was it was so like insane you've never seen that you were just i laughed i literally laughed when it happened but when you fumble on like the four wherever he was i was furious you're right too because we knew that they had to win the raiders game to have any chance of the playoffs and then when they did that it's like oh you lost okay everything's over like whatever it's all gone lower but then you get to the Bengals, and you're like oh my god they okay well here here's your redemption they they go win this and now you're back in it and it's nope, crushing. Fucking Take that. And then the Bills, ride. I would in the Bills. Oh my God, they can win this. Exactly. Get in. And nope. nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is what it was like for as a New England Patriots fan, more so as a Red Sox fan, about 20 something years ago. It was just, I'm just going to tweak your hopes a little bit and then shit down your throat. It's actually more than <laughs> that for them. Yeah. Yeah. The Patriots wise. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's good to be back. All right, uh, <laughs> afternoon delights. Uh, quick Celtics minute as they are uh, sticking around with their daddy behind me. And then uh, Simplest Minds of the Week to close it out. Quick break. Skyrockets in flight. Woo! Afternoon delight. Whoop. You guys have it, I think. Huh. Afternoon delight. I don't know, Ron. That sounds kind of crazy. Uh, we also have to put we have another candidate for simplest minds when we get there. Okay, uh, we'll get to the Celtics minute pretty quick then. Uh, Celtics take on the Warriors as are on behind me here. They are currently losing 78 to 72. Shoot it, Al. Who's been having a very good game? Has he? Yeah, I knew you were watching the game, you asshole. <laughs> 78 to send sim bot pod strikes again. <laughs> Bottom of the totem bowl of dumb. I'm not watching the game. Al's been having a good game. 
<laughs> what an idiot. What a fucking idiot. Uh is this a men is this a must win? Is this a mental health win for the for the Celtics? Obviously they uh losing six to the Warriors last year. Clearly Celtics are best team, best talent uh in the NBA this year, running away with things, but the Warriors, they got dismantled out in California when they played them earlier this year. Is this a uh, you know, for these Gen Zers, is this a mental health game for them? Do they got to win this thing to kind of get over that hurdle? Even though, and I'll add this and go to you, Bobby. There's a good chance the Warriors don't even make the playoffs. Maybe at least not get out of the first round. There's a good chance you don't see the Warriors again for the Celtics. They're five and like 17 on the road this year or something. And to my point, they're beating you by nine. The Warriors are against the Celtics. So still seems like there's a mental hurdle there for the seas. Yeah, I don't know if they just see it that way. I I I just don't. I I think that they they thought that they could go toe to toe with them in the finals, but it it didn't work out. I don't I don't think it's that they think that they can't beat them. I just think that they're a bad matchup. And they don't think that they're to that point they might think that same thing. We're not going to see them and they they might be licking their chops at whoever else that they're going to get. But I, I just don't I just don't know if that's how this team operates. I'm sure Marcus Smart wants to, but I don't know if that's how Tatum and Brown feel. Raymond? They're turtle. They're still young. You gotta understand that Tatum's 24, Brown's 25. These guys are still young. These are uh veterans. You know, Steph Curry's been in the league for what, 10 plus years now? These guys are all veterans on that other team who are known winners who know how to do it. So maybe it's just, you know, their buttholes are puckering up a little bit when they go against the Warriors because they are the class that, you know, they're probably the guys they looked up to when they were uh, in AAU, you know, they wanted to idolize these kids. So, you know what? They're playing their idols and they're getting their ass kicked every single fucking time. Yeah. Steph Curry is um, eight generations, LeBron or Kobe or, or Jordan for sure. And uh, I agree with, I disagree with you, Bobby. This is a, this is mental. This is 100% mental. The Celtics are so much better than the Warriors. They're so much better than the Warriors. I haven't watched the game, clearly, so I don't know the reason why they're losing. If yeah, I were to yeah. guess, some bad turnovers, some uh, uh, slow defense, and some missed shots would be my guess. But it, it it might not matter. It probably won't matter because the chances – there's a good chance the Celtics get back to the, to the finals. There's not a good chance the Warriors get back to the finals. So this might be the last time you see them till next year, and it just might be in their rear view. I don't – I don't – there has been when they lost to the Warriors on the West Coast, there was a hangover. They went and lost by 20 to the Clippers the next game and then barely snuck out uh, of LA against the Lakers in overtime. On I forget the exact sequence of all that, but it was some pretty wild plays. They blew a 17 point lead, then had to come back. And so, you know, there's some hangover there. They're mentally, they mentally own them. The Warriors mentally own them right now. And all championship teams have ever, most of them have had to get over this. Jordan had to get over the Pistons. LeBron had to get over the Celtics. Um, go th- go down the list of of the greats that had to push through. Most of them have had to go through somebody that came before them. So I don't think it's abnormal, and it might not matter this year. Probably won't, but um, it, it'll be a burn. It'll be a mental burn for them if they lose this game. Um, any thoughts on Draymond? Uh, did, did they do the fuck you, Draymond chant, Ray? Did you hear? <laughs> I don't have the volume up. Okay. Uh, do you care about that? Do you have any thoughts on Draymond Green? He's like Brad Barshan. You'd love to have him on your team, but if he's not on your team, you fucking hate his guts. Except Brad Marshan's one of the best wingers in the league, and Draymond kind of sucks. 
No, you you take I'd take Draymond Green in a heartbeat. Draymond right Green kind of sucks. Draymond Green is just not good at basketball, but like he's a good person. He, he like for he's good to have on the team. Yeah, he can't score. He can't yeah, shoot. Green, but he can play. Defense, he can pass. Like he can't play that great of defense anymore. He used to be. Well, he's he old clearly now. used to be much better. Yeah, he's um, and he can pass. He, he can, can pass. help you. He's Al Horford without a shot. Yeah, and he's not a good. Def- he's not as good of a defender. He's Marcus so, Smart, but a worse shot. How about that? He is kind of. He's kind of been the spark Draymond plug Green of their sucks. team, though. It's no, just like you're saying. If he's, no, if he's losing it physically, and that's probably why they're not as good because he used to anchor their defense. No, it's true. Um, I think he's a. I think he's a loudmouth mouthpiece. If he was on our, if he was on the Celtics, then yeah, you know. Actually, that's not true. We've been shitting on Marcus Smart for years. I, I think I think Boston treats their athletes a little bit differently than places elsewhere. But Draymond might be the one of those guys that you uh, endear because of the way he handles himself. And if you like the town, then, you know. Yeah. Maybe you feel different cool. if Marcus Smart had won three titles. Maybe, yep. yeah, four. And uh, knew his place on the team. That's a big thing. He does certainly <laughs> knows his place on the team. That's for sure. Um, all right, lastly on this, Tatum uh, had the 50-burger against Charlotte earlier this week. Passed Larry Bird for most 50 points games in the Celtics with four. Bird had three. I think that's right. Um, I posed this question. If they do win the championship this year, can Tatum uh, start getting in the conversation of greatest top five Celtics of all time? I'll give you uh, – I wrote this blog on SimpleMindSports.com too if you want to go read it. You're not getting past Russell. You're not getting past Bird. You're not getting past Havlicek. You're talking about, can he pass Pierce? Can he pass McHale? Can he pass Sam Jones? Can he pass um, Cedric Maxwell, Bob Cousy? Um, That's kind of the list you're talking about. I think the big ones are McHale and Pierce that you got to get back. So you're going to get in the top five. He has to win more than one. can't say he can't pass Pierce yet. Because Pierce was here forever and finally won one. What you know, just grinded yeah, it out. And he had and a good it, career up until that. Him, yeah. the Antoine Walker years. Yep. I Pierce holds that. a lot of records for the Celtics. Most three pointers, most steals. He's top three. Uh, he's top five, top three in points, uh, minutes played, games played. Obviously, um, yeah. So statistically, Pierce, because he was here for so long, holds a lot of those records and um, got the ring. If Pierce didn't get the ring, that's the whole point. If Tatum gets this championship. I'm going to start talking about him in that realm because he's signed with the team for another two years and he's in his prime and he's an MVP candidate. Pierce was never an MVP candidate. McHale was never an MVP candidate because he had Bird. Tatum's going to be better than Pierce. Tatum's going to be better than McHale. He will be. But he has to be here for that long term. Yeah, no, I think you'll probably end up with a better career, but if we're probably doing that comparison now, like Pierce would still edge him. Yeah, I think minimally Pierce will be in a Celtics uniform I, for eight years. Um, so you 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 have that conversation two years from now, um, and you know maybe and if he sticks around, then I I think it's a no brainer that he'll start to he'll eclipse those guys because I think it's just be one of those think, things. Yeah. Who do you want to have the ball in the end, like a Pierce or a Tatum, like as like a finishing type of guy? Oh, I'm taking Pierce over most guys in the NBA. Other, <laughs> it goes like Jordan, Kobe, Pierce is pretty close. You go start Ray looking. Allen. Fuck Ray. For Allen. having you, a set shot, nobody could stop that shit. You go start looking at statistics of Pierce, um, and and his game winning shots and fourth quarter shots and clutch shots. He's top five all time. 
a two-handed set shot that he had. It was a two-handed set shot. It was so he, slow, too. It was so weird. He, it's was what like, he looked like he was turtle. It's what I've been talking about with Tatum for years, Raymond. You know I've said this. Like, Understand how to find your spot on the floor and create your space and just get to your shot. You don't need a thousand dribbles. You don't need handle. You don't need speed. You just need a little change of pace and understanding how to get to your spot and then be able to shoot. And Tatum's close. He's real close to doing all that. He um, just needed the humbling that Paul Pierce got in the streets. And shit his pants and get taken out on a wheelchair and come back and get new shorts. And he also needed a top 15 player of all time in KG to come in and change the entire culture and bring in the sh- best shooter of all time, Ray Allen, and then Jesus get one Silver. championship. Jesus. So that's all he needed. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that top starting five, five is still undefeated. Still undefeated. All right, we'll be right back with Simplest Minds of the Week to close out the show. Are you stupid or something? I'm as stupid as a stupid does. I had <laughs> I had a couple on here. Um, well, we can breeze through them real quickly because I wrote these down earlier in the week and I don't really remember them. The first Simplest Minds of the Week I had uh, going back to Miami and Buffalo game, uh, Miami's head coach McDaniel. Is secretly vaping on the sidelines. He's been doing it all year. He's been caught a couple times. But, and I don't know if this happened in sequence, but after they blew that fourth down to lose the game, it cut to him and it looked like he was secretly vaping. It's just it's like, calm his nerve down, man. Dude, can you just put it down for a couple hours? Like, do you need a vape on the sideline with your aviator shades and your slick back hair and your tiny concave chest and your little shoulders? You just look like a fucking dweeb and you just blew the biggest game this organization has had in years. I hate that guy. God, what a loser. What a simple minded loser, McDaniel. It's a troll that fucked you really up. Not really. I don't care about that. I've told me to Miami's trash. They're all trash. The whole organization's trash from the top down. Uh, Al Michaels mailing it in in the <laughs> Jags game. It was the Jags game, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was the comeback. Yeah. He didn't give a shit. Mm-mm. He just wanted to go to bed. You could tell that he was uh, – That was. why would you give him the late game? <laughs> the fucking early game. Get him to bed early. Get him He's to been- home. Boring. That that oh, broadcast fucking, He's like, God, I have How to be in fucking Jacksonville. He's like 80 plus years old, yeah. isn't he? I don't know, but he, I guess he gets like a gourmet spread at the games and uh, said some. I didn't read it, but I guess he clapped back at the haters after talking about how bad he was in that game. He was like, fuck you, whatever. I make millions. I don't care. So he, <laughs> he, he's uh, he's gone into full crossed over status. Doesn't give a shit. They get a Try and dump him. He that was bad. No, he's eighty. Uh, uh, no, seventy-eight. Sorry. I'll stick with the NFL here. Uh, Dallas kicker. Uh, what's his name? Brett or Brian Maurer? Brett, Brett Maurer. Brett Maurer. Brett Maurer. Four extra points missed in a row. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The thing you didn't need. Are you delayed, shit? Bobby, or are you just like to look at us? I might be delayed. I think you're no. delayed a little bit. So we give Bobby a half <laughs> second to respond. Uh, let me try that again. Brett Maurer, four extra points in a row. Four extra points missed in a row. <laughs> what an idiot. Uh, speaking of idiots, the last one I had on my list, uh, some guy put $1.4 million down. Um, was this halftime. Halftime. halftime? halftime of the Chargers game for the Chargers to win. The payout was eleven grand. Idiot. 
Why would you do that? Ah. That's like I mean, fuck you money. That's fuck you money. Like, oh, cool. But like, it just doesn't make any sense. There's so many better bets you could do that you don't have to put up 1.4 million of your own money to potentially win 11,000. You got to imagine he's one of these stat nerds and looked at it. Chargers probably had like an 89% chance of winning that. Did crunch the numbers. It's like, well, I'm going to pick up a quick 11 Gs right here. And I'm going to keep padding my stack. I hope he didn't have the money. He had to go to his dad. Like, it was a trust fund kid. He had to go to his dad and be like, oh, dad, I'm sorry. And it's all over the internet, so everyone knows about it. It's it's Justin Herbert's fault. (laughs) Uh, Ray, you want to add one? Uh, the it came out today actually. The Colts, why uh, Josh McDaniels didn't go to the Colts pretty oh, much. Saw this. The uh, Jim Ursay was this over there great. and he was shitting in his bathroom for over 15 minutes. And <laughs> his wife's like, No, I'm not going through all this bullshit. Like, get him. No, I'm not, you know, we're out. We're out on the Colts. No, you gotta explain this a little better. Jim Ursay visited Josh McDaniels' house and his family, uh, before signing him. Or in the meeting to sign, um, or introduce him, or uh, I forget exactly. He was uh, Jim Irsay was in Josh McDaniel's house with Josh McDaniel and his wife. Yeah, maybe signed the contract, whatever it was. And the story is that Jim Irsay used the restroom and shit for a good fifteen plus minutes, and be in shit everywhere. (laughs) Just dumb and dumber style. Couldn't get out of the bathroom, and uh, Josh McDaniel's wife was like we can't deal with this guy this guy's a maniac didn't they knock I, on the door like she knocked on i don't the door. know i have to imagine knowing what we know about jim ursay that it wasn't just the shitting for 15 minutes that there was probably a night of just him being an absolute lunatic buffoon and josh mcdaniel's wife or probably josh going like we've made a major mistake <laughs> <laughs> this guy has been explosive diarrheaing in our bathroom for 50 minutes after two hours of blowing yay off your tits. We need to get the fuck out of this country. <laughs> Robert, I need you to pull some strings. Yeah. The plane's leaving in 30. Meet me there. <laughs> and <laughs> Jim Mercy, Simplest Minds of the Week. We could do it in, every single week. We could have a story about Jim Mercy. Have you ever so shit in someone's bathroom that you really didn't know for over 15 minutes? Oh, yeah. Just someone you like just met. Well, it wasn't as intimate. It would be, it was like a party. Like, I've done it in multiple parties. Really? Some yeah. house you don't even know. You just, no, yeah. I there? find like a basement or I sneak my way upstairs. Or a stoop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, wait, you got to go. You got to go. What are you going to do? Wow. All right. I can't, can, yeah. Tip of the cap to you. Good for you. I feel you, Jim. This has been the Simple Mind Sports Show, Friday Rewind, uh, January 20th. Thank you, Top Right Corner. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I might never get the date wrong again. <laughs> no, who's the... Uh, Quick uh, subtraction okay. and boom there. No, yeah, you... Uh, tomato, tomato, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I think you should start like, you know how you can like say where you've been? Like you have those little maps that you can say, hey, I've been here. How many places have you shit? Every place I've ever been in.
like when I go on trips like that, like I can't shit. It's like my butthole puckers up and I'm just like back. You up get the traveling uh oh yeah. The traveling like, no shits. Yeah, yeah, I had that last time. That was oh terrible. no. I open up, I gaping. Wait, so like we uh better words than gaping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> played in uh you know, we played in some bands and like performance stuff. So we'd go, especially when we were in DC, we'd play some fucking dives. And this is really common. This isn't just a me thing, but like, you know, you get nervous, so you have to take the nervous shit. Some of the places I've shit in that we've played, these dive bars. Whoa. <laughs> they it's rough. It's you rough. give them money back after they give you money. They're like, here you go for that. You for the show. And you're like, no, you need this for the thing I just did into your bathroom. I'm sorry. No, I've, I mean, I've done some manual cleanup before, but I've never given money back. <laughs> manual cleanup. <laughs> I'm sorry. What do you want from me? I, I got a mild case of IBS, I think. It what is what a, it is. Would you put like an outdoor sign in there? And just be like, I'm sorry. That was my fault. That was me. Just a mild case. You're, you're out of paper towels. <laughs> Yeah, well, we're gonna have to see. Also, if we your can trash try and should go this during the show. We could just try and get you anxious. <laughs> I shit before this show almost every time. And you get angry shits too. You get when you get mad, you get shitty. You know, you've mm-hmm. got the poop. Yep. Yeah, you definitely yeah. get something wrong with you. I get, I, I can poop right now. You can poop on command. I mean, not on command necessarily. It's just like it's always there. Really. <laughs> I'm always holding it back. Oh, what kind of doctor is that that we have to talk to? Proctologist. Perfect. That's who I'm going to look for. I'm going to Google that. I was going to say butt doctor. <laughs> I'm not Googling butt that. doctor. <laughs> M.D. Irene Langevin. <laughs> <laughs> Well, hello there. Ah, shit. Uh oh. Uh huh. Dang. I caught up watching this game. That's perfect. I can watch the screen and see it. Don't pull a bill, though, because you have to pay attention. Your bill just right out, right out the window. Oh, right. Are you? Are you? Sassy? Bad mood? No. You need to fix your fucking mic, though. You sound like shit. Oh, do I? Nope. You fucking sound like shit. It's my everyday voice, baby. You know that. Come on. Sounds like a cunt. Anything else to report? Oh, can you tell me if that was you or your daughter who farted in that video? Nope. Cannot disclose that information on the uh, on that uh, subject. Anything else? There was, there was a fart. It's always a fart. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a great guessing game because you don't know who did it. It's always a fart. <laughs> it's always a fart. That'll be our next podcast. It's always a fart. <laughs> it's not a bad name. Endless possibilities on that one. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, speaking of endless possibilities, what do you say we start the show? The Supermind Sports Show, ladies and gentlemen, the New England Sports Season Opening. 